right, Ascent 42045. Yep. God damn, we're getting up there. Um, Durban Poison, keep us fucking light and spry and happy and all of that stuff. Good uppity lift. One of those uh, strains that are fond memories as a kid. See a nice long hair hanging off the tip of there? Where is it? Where is that hair? We got to start over. Can't have (laughs) this on the podcast. You know, I find this is the thing that because I got five dogs in my fucking house, (laughs) I always find a freaking hair in my bag. Always. Like, I'll pull buds apart and they'll be hanging together with, like, a (laughs) goddamn one little... But, I mean, that's static, too, right? So that attracts them. Yeah. My paintings are full of hair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You, like, look close. Texture-wise. Now you can charge more. (laughs) You'll you'll find the hair. Extra material. A little bit of me. A little bit of my DNA is in everything. I think it is, like, static, too. Like... Like yeah, the, for the sure. Boards, you know, and but yeah. their hair gets into everything. Like I've yeah. got this black shepherd, and um, he's got a really soft coat. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost like that cat hair that just clings to you. Right. And doesn't matter if he's not in the kitchen. Doesn't matter if he's not around. Everywhere. Every single time I'm eating, I find one of his <laughs> fucking hairs <laughs> in my food. Every single time, yeah. it's like, how the fuck did this goddamn get here? And he's. Chilling on the bed, like, dude. So, are you, you desensitized? What are, you <laughs> are you desensitized uh, to most hairs? In it does your not bother me. Like, it looks I was eating curly. the other day, and you know, I don't eat out much. Um, and uh, yeah, I pulled this hair out of my fucking food, and I'm like, well. I keep going too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've ever like brought something back. Like, no, I, I never. You know what I mean? I, never. I you know, once I had a piece of melted plastic <laughs> in my eggs what? from one of those like breakfast joints, the one on Evans, from a spatula or some shit. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was like the cheese, like in between the cheese or something, like one of those. Oh, you know, okay. some, yeah. but it was kind of thick, and it was like in like. Yeah, I took that back. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. here, I, I don't give a Yeah, yeah. melted plastic seems a little risky. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't eat. I was in Olympia, Washington State, and I went to this place, and it was like they had really big burritos, mm. or whatever you want to call them. And it was like this curly <laughs> hair, curly hair. Well, because I don't know if it counts as one. It was just enormous. It looked like a meatloaf, okay? Um there was a curly hair in there, and I had like I just I couldn't eat anymore. Curly, it had to curly be, like a pube. Like well, I didn't know if it do. was like a beard or not, right, and beards, beards um, I'm like, okay, well, I can, I just get this natural weird gag. Yeah. I don't want to. Don't want to delve into this anymore. I'm sorry. I didn't even want to tell them. So I don't like making people like, no, because I was imagining you just happened to be where my imagination was. (laughs) Just how it was sitting. Sitting. I remember it was a booth. So that's the open part. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I couldn't even tell them. I don't like telling them that. I don't like bringing food I back never send ever back because then what are they going to do? You never know what they're going to do. They're going to be like, oh, you think there's a pube in this now? Even, <laughs> right? Let me it, show even, you what Even if they're not doing the worst thing you can imagine, something's going to happen. I'm just going to tell you that. Yeah. Because I've, I've been, I've, I did it for too long. I know. Right. Yeah. I, I personally didn't fuck with people's food. There was maybe two occasions where I did something <laughs> a little shicey like putting a, pa- a like, fucking pocket of salt in something <laughs> so that somebody would bite in and just Make get it. this one terrible uh, bite. 
But I mean, that is better than like doing something gross. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, you got macaroni and cheese oh. and somebody yeah. like... I'm never eating out again, guys. <laughs> I, I tell you, I don't eat out a lot for... I mean, when you look at what's going on right now, just as far as the lack of, uh, like, just effort into jobs, you know, you just see people right now that really have a lackadaisical, not really caring mentality... <clears throat> Man, you can't have that with your food because what if they drop your steak on the ground, right? They just, like, they didn't mean to. They drop your steak. But are they really going to cook another steak, mm-hmm. right? No, they're going to fucking brush it off with their dirty fucking <laughs> right? hands. And then they're going to pick off the couple pubes right. that stuck maybe, to it. Maybe that's what's good about those places that comes like, up and it goes right back on right the grill in front for of 10 you. seconds. Right. And then it comes right back off. There's right. not even a brush you, you, off. You, you just, off the pubes, they, right? yeah, the they literally, <laughs> they'll just, they'll be like, oh, that's I touch. They'll take it with the tongs and they'll put it right back up and then they'll go, okay, it's good. Hey, I mean, you're okay. burning it off. Right. I mean, I would uh, still, I might, I don't know, maybe not, and I probably wouldn't eat that. But I doesn't it give us a better immune system floors. anyway? Right? Yeah, but sure. kitchen floors. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, the, the worst things I saw weren't even intentional. It was, it was, this guy right. Pablo, for instance, was one of the top grill guys at the keg. Those guys were making 21, 22 bucks an hour, which at the time was unheard of in kitchens. So that was they were making good money. And uh, <clears throat> Pablo had the worst habit of it was either his tongs or it'd be his fingers. And he had long fingernails. And by the end of the night, you would see like bits of fish and steak and chicken and fucking whatever the fuck else he was grabbing would be <laughs> embedded in his nails. <laughs> and uh, he, w- he would take his tongs and I would watch him like with the receipt in one hand, the he's cleans. looking at what he needs and the tongs would go into the raw chicken first and then it'd go into the salmon yeah. and then it would go into the steak and then he'd be doing the same thing with his hand. So he'd have like a steak in one hand, tongs with the fish in the other. Everything's going on. Cross-contamination going juices on. Juices are falling yeah. into fucking each other. And then he goes into the raw onions to put it up on the burger and there's like still chicken juice on his fucking hand. Oh, yeah. Man. That's Again, how people get sick. That's how they get sick. That's, that's part of it. Well, that's how you build strong immune systems. Yeah, but salmonella, come on. Well, right. I think you build strong immune systems, though, from, like, um, you know. Exposure. Exposure, being out. Being, but right. I don't know about, yeah, like right. salmonella. I got either salmonella mm-hmm. or botulism um, mm-hmm. at one point when I was a young. I wonder if you have, like, a little bit of it. If it, yeah, I, well, I think you, you get, right. that's where you just get, a, like, an upset stomach. But right. I, this thing. But, I mean, does it, like. Does your body recognize it in the future or something? Uh, I wouldn't want to go through that again. I was down for like 10 days. And check this out. This is what really sucked with this story is I just started seeing this super hot girl, right? (laughs) This little blonde cutie fucking just really good looking. And so we get... We, we the night before we're all partying and my friend's got this deli and so we go raid his deli right it's his dad's deli because we were still young but he owns this deli now um but anyway look at that boat on there who rolled this thing um but anyway we're raiding the deli and i had like an egg salad sandwich or something right because we couldn't get into sliced meats and shit like that we just had to eat those things and i was the only one who had that and i got so fucking sick but the next day we go to the renaissance festival and it hadn't hit me yet because we were partying way late hold on time out (laughs) get that thing going it's rolled so tight what (laughs) i didn't roll it and so 
we got really high before and I think weed helps like settle stomachs and shit like that. So I was feeling off, but you know, not enough to cancel. And we're all in my buddy's van as we're going down to the Renaissance Festival. And so this girl, you know, this was our first date and um, I'm just getting sicker and sicker as the fucking time's going. So, you know, trying to smoke a lot of weed. And so anyway, um, on the way back home, I lived out in Parker at the time. So they dropped me off first. And, you know, I'm like, man, I really just got to fucking get out of there. And so um, anyway, he's taken her and everybody else who was with us back in, you know, to town and whatever. So she calls me like the next day or later on that evening or something like that because we're supposed to go out. And I'm floored by this time. I can't even get to the phone, anything. And she call, and my mom, you know, she calls and my mom says, well, he's really sick. And so then she calls the next day and the next day and I can't call her back. I can't talk, I can't stand, I can't do anything. I right. uh, we went to the hospital and, you know, I was in the emergency room and, you know, they IV'd me up and, you know, diagnosed me with, again, I can't remember if it was salmonella. Botulism I know can be fatal, so can salmonella, but I was sick. And so she called for several days, and so she thought that I was ditching her, like that whole like ghosting. yeah, before yeah. it was ghosting. Um, you can't ghost to the one when your mom <laughs> right. And, but it was that proverbial, you know, like did you guys ever see Fast Times at Ridgemont High, where um, the pregnant chick, you know, she's going to get her abortion, and she calls, uh, I think it was Demuccio, wasn't that his name, or something like that. Um, but anyway, he was the guy who was kind of a dick who, um, you know, would try to hook up with as many girls as possible. And so, um, you know, there's that thing where she keeps calling and he's like, well, no, he's with his dad in the garage. And she calls back and, oh, he's not, you know, doing something else. And so that's kind of what I imagine this girl doing. Mm -hmm. So then she fucking fucks one of my good friends oh, because she thought that I was just dogging her, right? right and so uh, 10 days later when I'm finally able to like move and speak, uh, I call her up because I'm real excited, man. I'm right. This chick was hot. And then she starts being real cold to me. And I didn't find out for right. a, a few down the road. But yeah. Man. That was a so, sucky story. Right. Good lesson in like misinterpreting things though. Like maybe you should wait and like see what's up or whatever. Right. Well, when you act. But also people create a, not people just like, isn't there like stereotypes of stuff like this? You know, how guys will just. Yeah. Ditch a chick. Yeah. So, mm. I mean. Well, and that's exactly like I would, if that same thing happened and I, you know, went on this date with this girl and thought that, you know, we were hitting it off and that she was really into me. And then I call and I can't get a hold of her or, you know, somebody's like, oh, no, she can't come to the phone. And you call again. Oh, yeah, she can't come I to mean, the phone. I mean, for 10 days, It's like, right? yeah, oh, you really can't come to the phone. I'd be like, fuck this bitch. And, right. you know, I probably wouldn't go try to bang one of her friends, but, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's the part that, yeah, I agree with that, yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah. it was a... Sucky thing, but I mean, I did find out through that that she was pretty slutty. I mean, you know, which <laughs> well, there you go. So it's like is okay. I mean, I'm right. not opposed to that at all. Right. Like that never bothered me. But so what made? I don't want to ask. Never mind. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Like how? How? Well, because I don't want to. How? 
Did you find out she was slutty? Is it just because she just went from one person to well, the other? Well, yeah, because or? then I'm like, oh, man, telling some of my friends, like, I can't believe she fucking fucked, you know, so-and-so. And I wasn't pissed at him because, you know, he didn't know right. what was going on. There was yeah. just another party, and they hooked up. We had a lot of parties back in those days. And then people are like, oh, yeah, well, dude, I fucking hooked up with her. And then <laughs> you hear that from a lot of people, and you're like, uh, okay, yeah. so I came to the conclusion on my own. <laughs> She was relatively slutty. <laughs> Unfortunately, not very PC nowadays. The unfortunate side of it is, I never got to be on that to say slutty that side. <laughs> <laughs> you never got to reap the benefit. I know, and it was it was really a bummer because she was fucking hot. But I've been short-sighted on many things in my life, many things like that, where you look back and you're like, like, have you guys ever missed out on a threesome because you were so focused on one part of that threesome that you didn't see that the other part was banging on the door, like right there? That happened to me twice as a young uh, I missed out on one because of a similar situation where I got sick. And, uh, yeah, just I, I wasn't picking up on the signals first. And then when I finally realized I, what was happening, I was like... Felt like I was gonna shit my pants, so it's like I probably shouldn't <laughs> take this risk. Is that when you went? Oh, no, <laughs> that was a different one. <laughs> oh, you have I a lot of you, you happen to have a lot of uh, poop stories. <laughs> There's only a handful. I told I you. Mean, I told you probably my worst one. <laughs> I think that was probably my worst one. Yeah. The worst one that happened to me was I worked at this um, strip joint for a while. I was a bartender, and you know, it was at. Um, it was a pretty cool strip joint. There was a lot of, like, just party chicks there. And so, um, you know, a lot of the girls were pretty cool. But anyway, the two hottest girls, these girls were fucking hot. And not just under the red lights, because you got to see them under the white lights downstairs, right? They <laughs> under were Under red lights, everyone's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> under red lights, everyone's good looking. They're thinner. They don't have... You no know, blemishes. Yeah, right. blemishes on their face. They don't have cold sores. Like, don't show up. Don't stretch details. marks. You don't see. It the, does a soft like the texture. The yeah. Yeah. It's the yeah. What are they? Vaseline on their lens? <laughs> like they used to say or something. I don't know if they ever actually did that. So like, so these girls were smoking hot in the in life in regular <laughs> light with makeup without makeup. In I mean, life. they were just fucking beautiful. So. They were also kind of, you know, crazy party chicks. But anyway. I'm good. You good? Okay. Derp and poison. I'm going to hit it one more time. So anyway, they came up to me. And, um, and actually, one of them I photographed for a school project that I had where I needed a nude model. And, um, you know, so I was pretty good friends with them. And... She comes up to me and she's like, well, the other girl's stage name was Peppermint, right? And her name was That's Remy. <laughs> okay. And she's... Well, stripper names are always funny. <laughs> yeah. like, they're almost like but always this, funny. This actually fit this girl, too. though. It looked... It, it fit her. You know, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of dress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're like, we'll totally hook up with you and do anything you want if we can fuck you with a strap on <laughs> and I was like I'm like is there anything else is there anything else That's that the we one can thing. do <laughs> they're like it'll be really small and I'm what not saying I didn't request. I'm not well like, they were crazy chicks uh -huh. which 
man, this is. I struggled with this decision for a while. It, it was really this haunted me. I mean, was it worth it? This was just in one night, and you're like hanging with them, and they bring this up. No, I was friends with them. You're I mean, because I, yeah, I worked yeah. there for probably a year and a half. Okay. So um, I got to yeah. know them pretty well. Partied with them a lot. Right. Um, is this like? A, what do you think? Is it like a power move? Are they like, can we fuck with this dude? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, no, I mean, but, like, but like I the whole idea. I know I could have hooked up with one of them. But the kink itself is a power is a power thing. Right. Right. Whatever it was. We're gonna yeah. fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever yeah. it was. With their yeah. own tool. Right. Tool. It hurt. <laughs> it was a dilemma, man. I'm telling you. I second guess my decision a few times. But I mean, I asked a few like dudes. I'm out. like, would what you, would you right. <laughs> what so would much you do in this situation? Both girls ten. Both girls ten. I mean So right. you're saying like what is the likelihood of that ever happening again oh. of having two ten? Two Girls. tens that For say, two tens. "Wow, what we, a, that is a we'll let you do anything, your asshole worth twenty points. <laughs> anything you right. want. Yeah, yeah well, what's the law of nature? Right. You know, well, not you so know. Like I would say, Justin. I would say no way. But like, if I'm in that situation, <laughs> uh-huh. you know what I mean. That's when it would be hard. If I'm yeah. like there with them and they ask that question, that's when I would second guess it. Uh-huh. Yeah, outside you know of it, it's easy yeah, to yeah, be like, nah. right now, so be like <laughs> to have that as a memory and like I did that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the human yeah. experience. It's all just part of the human you experience. You just hug yourself at night. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. I love me. Uh, I don't know about that, but uh, in the situation. Nobody needs to know. Yeah, Nobody needs to know. See, that's what I had thought. I was like, gosh, well, nobody right. would find out. And they even said that. Like, we won't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. And except then, all know, the I, other girls. Right, except all the other girls. But, <laughs> who will tell everybody else? <laughs> right. But who believes girls anyways? And, so. oh, and would you? Okay, so you back in that age. So I was probably, what, maybe 25 mm-hmm. at this time. So you back in that age, would you make fun of a dude who let two smoking hot chicks, you know, bang him? And he got to do anything he wanted with them. Would you be like, ah, you fucking fag? Or would you be, sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That seemed very genuine. (laughs) Or would you be like. Right. Uh, Hold on, dude. I feel like, and this is just from a woman's standpoint, because I see I don't have a lot of input in this conversation because it's the Well, you do because you could maybe be on that other side perspective. But I mean, if you could do anything, then why are you... It's just a transaction in ways. You have to pay. You can't just have it all. It has to be That's why I said, is there anything else? That's why I threw that out on the table. Anything, right. I'll come clean your no, house but for, for a fucking month. You know, <laughs> right? Value you changes. You need like foot rubs. You need tens. You tell me. Value changes. You know, I kind of respect it on some level. I'm just going to come out and say it because I don't think I could actually follow through with it. Like I would get to that point and I'd probably just start laughing and giggling and be like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like, I, I don't like anybody even yeah. touching that region. Once it starts getting past the taint. like. So it's, can I ask? Like, why is that? Wait, hey, is it too I've much? almost kicked girls in the face on accident. Is it accident too much to ask why it is such a big deal for guys? And because it's, it's maybe it's just a sensitive area. area. <laughs> okay, that's right? a great reason. So then, why are guys a lot of guys so keen on doing it on the other end? Like they see that part doesn't bother me. I'm, I've, but, I've never done it. But they yeah, there's no. preparation involved usually. 
I don't know. I mean, it sounds like I, they're, they're just talking about reaming him after he might have had a fucking full Mexican <laughs> meal like two hours earlier. Well, maybe they could have. Maybe they would have. I don't know. Like, I guess if I, I think for me, this is what I think for me, honestly. Like, but if you know you're going to be hanging out with two super hot girls, then maybe go in it prepared. <laughs> mentally. <laughs> Physically well, that's and what mentally. I was trying to. I was trying to because I didn't like I wasn't like, fuck, no. I mean, I thought about it for a second. It was like one of those things, you know how, like, when there's real intense moments in your life and time slows down and it's like, <laughs> I mean, that's what was going on. You feel on. like it's a very like important decision. going through every possible scenario. Would my friends find out? Like, what am I going to think about myself? But if my <laughs> you know, dad knows. I was <laughs> that sounds like uh, I'm going to use this word and you're going to hate me for what? it. Anxiety. It, it was probably the hardest decision <laughs> that I ever had to make I in my life. I love how you I just mean, diminished you know, the anxiety like, aspect by saying that. Here's the deal. Our first firefight in Africa had no stress compared to this decision. That was like, <laughs> fuck, you're, we were jamming on these trucks. I mean, it was fucking crazy as fuck. Madhouse moment. We're going under fire there's fucking this team at least was and we're hauling ass there and somali roads are fucking just potholes and you know shit like that not paved just dirt road like being up in rampart range going through those roads and we're on these five ton they call them deuce and halves just fucking driving and i was on top because they have an air guard so i'm leaning on top of this bumpy motherfucker as you know truck drivers hauling ass we got to get there asap we were the quick reaction force so as soon as we get there there's rounds flying and people are fucking you know jumping into getting into position and i was since i was the air guard i was the last guy off so i got to see everything unfold and so it was a pretty stressful moment yeah i would take 10 of those moments over this stress in this moment right wow. here because it was like <laughs> what do i do i didn't that was probably the one time in my life i didn't know what to do where it's like I don't know what to do, <laughs> right? Uncharted territory. Right. Well, Why so I still to this day question that decision. I'm like, right. Yeah, it's a decision. God damn. I didn't man. know there was a thing about anxiety and stress that that's like. Is this <laughs> yeah. another ongoing conversation? I, I feel I feel like I've missed that one. Oh, because I said it sounds like because he was over. Is that what you're asking? Like, I yeah, like that anxiety sounded like I had anxiety. Well, no, because right. I said During like he was overthinking yeah. it. He was right. thinking about all these things, and so they tell you when you're an overthinker and you're like dwelling, up, you're you have anxiety, yeah. right? When you feel like you don't know what to do, etc., you freeze up anxiety. So I was just saying, go well, mm. you're gonna hate mm. me for using this because. <laughs> so that's why I still like question. Anxiety. That's why I still question that decision because most bad decisions I've made in my life I can come to grips with <laughs> you know what I'm and, like and it's a lot you did know, I like, make the right decision but you feel like that <laughs> could have tainted you you feel like that could have been my dick missed out on <laughs> forever forever the thought of never knowing yeah, on your I reputation mean, yeah on my soul I think when I <laughs> wow. when I go meet my maker so visceral and they look at the that's going to be the first I, question the you ask God that I passed up in life that there's gonna be some judgment on me they're gonna be like huh uh, really this happened to you a couple times right was, and you were it there. only had to be for like 30 <laughs> seconds what were you right <laughs> right you could have set the parameters huh then they send you back into like purgatory or even worse <laughs> even worse what if man they sent you back and you're like now you're gonna be fucking taking it 
And that was the whole question mm. of that being the first place. Next so now you have getting rain for <laughs> <Yeah>. days. <laughs> like fuck. Then when you come back up to the judgment, they're like, "All right, that evened out. All because you made a poor choice <laughs> in your life." Now you get to live it a third time where you have to make decisions again. Then you have to go through that same thing again. Would you do it? See, here's the thing. I was training at the time. I was still in the military. I was in a different type of unit that I was uh, training to qualify for. And so, um, you know, I was really like into that mode of masculinity, right? Which I feel I still am. I was wondering, just that one little time, could you make an exception and sweep it under the carpet? But don't we talk about corruption, <laughs> corruption, exceptions, balance? So what you're saying is that you think I should have. I mean, saying. if you're still dwelling on it right now, I would say very much so. So we got two so. no's and a one? Is that, is that the deal? And a one yes? Oh, no, I, I was saying, uh, I don't know. You might be able to make the argument that that's the manliest choice. Is like take one for the team. Take five minutes of pain for <laughs> twenty minutes of heaven. But would it be five minutes of pain, or would it be like, God damn, I let those bitches fuck me, and then you're telling yourself that for the rest of your life? Hmm. Well, so it would like, it change? I don't know. I, I've gotten change? pretty good at blocking out memories <laughs> that were traumatizing. So would it change? I feel like it would just be another actually, one in the bank. So would it change if you actually enjoyed it? Like, would you not care at that point? Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, might yeah, fuck they, you up worse. Then, then, then like that might fuck you up worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, baby, what do they it. call that? They call that getting uh, pegged. pegged. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then you're like, <clears throat> you start dating somebody new, and you're like, so. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I brought this. <laughs> <laughs> I did date a guy once. I've heard of that. Yeah, my, I've, I've had girls tell me some stories like that. Mm, yeah. yeah, you couldn't do it. No, we just—I I ended up breaking up with him before that. <laughs> before that, good. What, what, what about this? But that like, wasn't the reason. I promise. Should have been. <laughs> Probably should have been. I remember I read once, and it was in a Carl Sagan book. He was saying that the word "fuck" this is what he thought it came from. Uh, I probably can't even like recreate the idea, but the, that it came from monkeys will butt fuck other monkeys to show dominance <laughs> and Prison. so yeah yeah so it's like <laughs> right it's like right. monkeys and, uh, and prisoners yeah yeah, yeah. but God. i don't know like if you want to go there like this the symbol of it or something or what it means it's kind of demoralizing maybe there's some yeah i don't know i don't know why well that that's is, why i think it's a power play especially exactly. for women if that's, they want to wear a strap on 100%. right and that's kind of what i was saying like they were somewhat doing a power move on you maybe but i don't think it's you a know? power move with a dude and a chick or two dudes who uh-huh. are, you know, connected, right? Well, you don't think I'm not like, talking about, like, prison rape. And I right, think right, that right. you saw, uh-huh. like, didn't, like, Taliban and fucking a lot of these, like, hardcore Afghani war chiefs. Well, not didn't they. They did. Uh-huh. Like, they would rape young fucking boys. And it's like, wait a second. I thought you guys killed people who were gay. Yeah, but because that. it's a power right. thing, it's not gay. <laughs> it's... Right. Like, huh, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, when you add soft yeah. feelings to it, it becomes very yeah. happy. Yeah. So I think two dudes <laughs> that are hooking up, or a dude and a chick, it's not a power play. If you know, yeah. It doesn't but I have think to there's micro power plays. Right. 
Well, I don't know. I would still call it a top and a bottom. Exactly. Like there's, they call it dominant position. I don't even know what that is. I don't even. That's when all the power is derived from the bottom. That's where you're just holding them stable and everything. You're doing all the work. They're just. I forget you're the expert. That's that's a power. In multiple languages too. Okay. So that, because I thought bottom was you were the one. You know, someone's behind you if you're the bottom. No, it's just literally who's on bottom. Okay. Like, yeah. right. Sex ed you know, okay. episode well, today. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, but what about if two people <laughs> are standing? <laughs> then is... Th- well, then are you still bottom? I, 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 I still consider. There's like always <laughs> a dominant and a submissive position, though, right? So, more or less. There is. Yeah. Interesting. Good Just point. like in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, 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 so I yeah, think yeah. that's what I mean by power point. play uh-huh. exerting that specific right. dominance. Because then, like, again, symbolically, like, the the yin is receptive, you know? Mm-hmm. They would say, like, femininity receives. Yeah. And masculinity And so therein, acts, right you know, there, I think, the answers my question, though. <laughs> it makes I think I'm going to sleep better at night, right? <laughs> because of this now. Because now that's... That vulnerability is just not something that I've ever, like, mm-hmm. opened up to. Right. And so I do believe that, you know, vulnerability sucks. We talked about this, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But I do believe there's some level of yielding. However, right. because that's the um, more of that, you know, dominated position, right. that yeah. that's probably what steered my decision mm-hmm. it's like because it also means something it's not just doing some freaky thing yeah it also has other meanings. so maybe okay so here let's go deep right let's go deep <laughs> would this negate it though okay so what if you're kind of taking it okay but, but you're then also you're giving also it. giving it does that make it mm. So there's one behind you. Cancels out, right? Sandwich. There must Cancels be a out. name for that. Isn't there a the name? Human, the human 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 what? I don't know. I was thinking of sandwiches, mm. but okay. Listener, <laughs> does anybody know the answer to this? You're question? just hungry. <laughs> Always. Oh, hmm. Well, maybe. I mean, well. Does it make it neutral? Did, so, no. I think it's. That could have been the solution to the problem. Because you're asserting. Right? There's still a baseline. I guess you're also taking, but. It's kind of like a fight that you didn't win, but you didn't lose. Yeah. You know, I got bitched a few times, but I fucking Well, that's why it was a hard decision for you. Yeah. Because it would be costly. Right. But you would get something out of it. Although, if, so that's why you couldn't if like, the, make the decision, if the one that's yeah. taken in front is pushing backwards while the other one behind you is pushing forward, then, <laughs> then at some point you're just no, yeah. you're, you're, you're just, just a tool getting. in the equation. <laughs> you're just there to be used because you have a power back and a power front. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the context. Yeah. Wow, this is fucking deep. <laughs> Man, it's like metaphorically like. Mm-hmm. Applies to life. Mm. <laughs> That's the only reason why it was such a difficult. From the front and the back decision. at the same time. <laughs> God damn! I thought I was doing the fucking, <laughs> yeah. and I'm the one getting fucked. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well. Hmm. <laughs> anybody, anybody hear about the JFK files getting? I did. I, held I, back? I heard a little bit about it. It's Slightly. like they were supposed to release, but they're not. The, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Like way back then, they were like, "Hey, in 
2000 they've already been pulled back or held back by obama or something right i heard that like it was supposed to be released in 2000 and whatever oh, i didn't and know that 2008 like the first something. time i'm hearing okay. about it yeah i heard like back when they had the case they're like oh there's like sensitive information that we can't just let out so we should wait until 30 years from now or whatever we'll let it out hmm. and then obama was around he was like nah and then or whoever in the you know who knows hmm. you know how that stuff happens but uh, that's what i heard so it's just got held back again right i know right? Sorry. why <laughs> why because the fucking fbi killed him or the cia or mm-hmm. whoever you know there's Had just shady be. shit in there yeah. that's why right and then it would i think further like people like break down people's trust in government i mean right now i mean it's at its they're already doing a bad yeah. job i was gonna say they're doing a horrible job I don't know if they could do a worse job than what they're doing right at this very moment. I mean, Kamala Harris, her ratings are like 27% approval rate. I think that's like, I don't think we've seen those numbers. Yeah, like, Mm. and the fucked up thing, did you hear she's like going and talking about um, the immigration, but in Europe, for Europeans, you know, dealing with, yeah, like immigration problems. And it's like, well, about... Spend a little time here and <laughs> come up with a solution. But how would she even know ours? what to do? She doesn't live there. She doesn't. It's, well, she's saying that it's, <laughs> like, Sorry, she's it's like, like pro like, she's like pro. Well, to talk about the immigration problems that are going on in Europe, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, people, I guess, coming up through Libya and mm-hmm. you know getting into That's another European tab- countries. Taboo topic, is, right? Is uh, immigration? Yeah, illegal Europe, immigration and like what's happening as a result i think yeah. uh, douglas murray wrote a whole book the said, slave trade there's like uh, a legit right. slave trade yeah. in libya yeah right. sex trafficking you can watch it on fucking youtube um, it's so weird right. it's, it's like re- related to people who think it's racist because because mm. just because you know a bunch of people from some islamic country move into say like amsterdam or sweden or something and then there's like a lot of crime in that area right People are like, oh, you can't say that because then, you know. There's a lot of immigration problems in Italy, too. And there's constant, like, for years. Germany, I think, was having a ton of problems. There probably always is, right? I mean, that's what maybe the immigration thing doesn't. But that's because they have open borders, right? And there's the argument against open borders. But it wasn't like that, though, when I was, even when I was younger and I went to school in Italy, the just the people around me were different. They were more, it was way more local. Right. Yeah, but it uh, takes time for this yeah. to And to so set like we hold. had a lot of like mostly from the east more so, some from south. Like so mostly like uh, eastern the European. Mediterranean, yeah. Uh-huh. Like uh right. Albania Morocco. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. Um a lot of like I went to school with a girl from Albania. Mm-hmm. Um but now it's like everywhere you go there's so many people and i'm not saying it's a bad thing necessarily but there's a lot of stuff they can't even address because of well it kind of is a bad thing when it's um when it hits when it's uncontrolled like that it's not controlled because the fact of the matter is every place should have their culture and their um ability to decide if the change that well, a new a, culture brings is, in is, is, is right. for them, right? And it shouldn't be forced upon them. That's that's maybe the conversation is like how much... I don't think people know what culture is. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the side that's like pro, like everybody... You know, because it's, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it is a cool idea to like have an Albanian and a dude and some chick from Spain. And then, sure. you know what I mean? It's cool. Like different cultures are cool. We respect that. But 
we forget what it means to like have a culture, right? Because we we pretend like we don't have one, mm-hmm. or but you know, the atheists kind of like, right. you know, you like pretend like, oh, we can just make up whatever we want, and what, you know what I mean. But it's missing the point that there is some cohesive structure mm-hmm. that has to do with the past, mm-hmm. right? Well, well they, hey, you know, like you Islam know. has very like different rules on how women are treated. Mm. Even when you see more progressive Islams um, or people who who practice Islam. Um, Mm. Even at that level, it's very different than how we do things. So, for instance, in my neighborhood, I wouldn't want a bunch of people that are very extreme in certain viewpoints, whether it's Islam or whether it's, you know, um, coming from India, where in some parts women are treated very different. And let's just use that as an example. I mean, there could be a whole host of other things. But I wouldn't want a bunch of that in my neighborhood. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not what I signed up for. That's not why I bought a house. I bought a house to be around people that have some similar values, right? I mean, I wouldn't want a bunch of people who were, Mm -hmm. let's say they're fucking um, junk collectors, right? Let's not even give it a racial value. I wouldn't want that in my neighborhood, but hey, you go down into Commerce City and places like that where there's that industrial vibe and a lot of people bought up those places to have, you know, extra vehicles that they could work on and build cars and do shit like that. That's great. But I wouldn't want that in my neighborhood because that's not what we signed up for. That's not what we bought for. And we've been there for a long time. So it's like... You don't want those kinds of changes, not because you think they're bad. It's because this is my area. This is my culture. This is, you know, so you're saying so you're saying my, yeah, my culture. uh Because all through history, it's always been like cultures Mm -hmm. and then cultures meet back to Game of Thrones. They they marry families, marry. That's you have relationships, you you have trade routes, you have starting to. But it's always so again, like back to. Like to bring in some of the woke stuff, like um, when people say like you have to center certain views or whatever, mm-hmm. you have to, you know, because that means like because every, every culture does have a center, it has a collection of ways that that things are done mm-hmm. and ideas that people have about the world. That's like the center of that culture, mm-hmm. right? And so, and it's it's interesting because like maybe cities are the first time that that's ever been. Um, Challenged as much as it is as it is nowadays. The and whole, look like, at how dysfunctional thing. they are, though, right? Uh-huh. You look at that's where all the stress is at. That's where all there's mm-hmm. a lot of great things with cities, but there's yeah. also a lot of negative. Well, things. that's there too. I don't, I don't know, right? What people mm-hmm. like like the problem. Let's look at that. Is that the city is trying to impose their values on country people, on town people, right. on village people, people that don't mm-hmm. want that, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know that creates a, a real problem. So. It's, again, like if I went to when I was in a Muslim country, you know, again, how they treat women is very different. Mm-hmm. So, and that's not there to was, say that every Islamic country is like that, too. Well, there was, but, right, but you know, I'm saying like, yeah, it's different but, but Even in, in the difference, their um, belief in how you should approach their women mm-hmm. is very different. Yeah. And so... In that country, in Africa, even when I'm part of the U.S. military and I'm carrying a weapon, I still respected that. I didn't, like, there was a lot of beautiful women out there. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of beautiful women. But out of respect, because they have a very, um, 
different way they mm-hmm. treat their women. Yeah. You you didn't stare at them and you know like yeah. when at I was least in, I didn't. When do. I was in India mm-hmm. and I went up north and there was more Muslims up there. Um, I I was into photography at the time, mm-hmm. uh, film, you know, <laughs> and I, I took like thirty rolls of film on, cool. you know. But uh, so I would try to get the chicks in all black. Like there was one especially that had like blue or green, yeah. like green eyes, you know, and that's all you see is that, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And so I would try to get pictures of them because I thought they were beautiful. Like right. even when they're covered up, there's sure. just something about like flowing black. Yeah. That's dope. And you know? striking like, eyes. Yeah, yeah. And then around the, the backgrounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they did not want their picture taken. Mm-hmm. And so after a while, it's like, yeah, it's just as rude. You know, sure. It feels rude because they have a thing where, and then even every, uh, throughout the culture, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to look at chicks. Like you will not get eye contact Correct. from a girl and in, so in countries like that. That's what I'm saying. So they even know it's important to respect that <laughs> culture, right? You know, when you go to their places, you respect that culture. Mm-hmm. And so I don't yeah. understand why when people have that mm-hmm. in our country mm-hmm. and we're so accepting of so many different cultures it's like a cultures live right next to other cultures that live right yeah. next to other cultures and it works out beautifully but this push to make it so that everybody's got to accept everything mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like it's relativism it's, yeah. it's also saying that everything's okay that's mm-hmm. another hard art but, but it is it, but but mm-hmm. it's like so you've got the transsexual community right Mm. okay well they're not very big in middle america they're not very big in small towns so to try to impose that on small town people granted it doesn't mean that you should be persecuted in there but for that to come in let's just use that as an example those people that's not for them but mm-hmm. in the cities and places like that, it's That's very open. It's, it's and because, we should respect mm-hmm. those to some degree and say, yeah. well, we don't need to impose this upon these people. It doesn't mean you can't, mm-hmm. you know, go into places like that. But even if I went to a deep south, you know, place, let's just say a deep south state where um, things could be offensive, right? Whatever that could be or things could be even just risky wearing. You know, I, I wouldn't wear it. I'd be like, okay, well, if that's kind of how these people are, why are you going to antagonize them or force them to accept yeah. you the way you are when you're in their place? It's like, okay, I'll respect. As long as you're not going to be fucking with me, I'm not going to fuck with you. You got this. Yeah. You guys say, hey, man, we're fucking X. We don't wear this. Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't need to wear it to you know, stick it in their face, but I'm also not going to be in neutral territory or in my area told by them what I can and can't do, right? I mean, and I think that's the value of what America is, is that you don't tell people what they can and can't do, and you let people work things out, and you understand, hey, this is a hardcore fucking gang neighborhood, right? Okay, well, man, there's things that are kind of fucking that go along with that. And if you appreciate that, <clears throat> then, you know, or, or you respect it, maybe not appreciate it, but respect it and say, yeah, I don't need to be walking in this area. It's not for me. It's not, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, well we I, don't like, we, I feel like most people feel entitled. So if it's like, well, it's my right to wear without <clears throat> this consequence, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But then, and it also sounds like they just, want to try and control every situation, every environment that they put foot in. 
and it's just me. I don't know. This is how I see it right now. It's like me, me, me. I need you to respect me as I am. Otherwise, why would I respect you? Mm-hmm. But then it's just at a way mm-hmm. different level. Like, mm-hmm. but those people also haven't had any like real hardship in their life, so then they're like seeking it out and kind of making it in these I feel like this episode is gonna <laughs> we're gonna be canceled people are gonna be no. like fuck those guys <laughs> not very man. PC but I do agree uh, I mean I agree with that well, but, well how about this though? how about this like um, you have people that you know let's say they want like you're saying like the trans values the you know uh, the idea that you should be able to do whatever you want I mean that's deeply offensive to Let's say a traditional culture, just not to name mm-hmm. one. You know what I mean? Because there's yeah. a lot. Sure. Traditional cultures. Let's do that. Traditional cultures and modern cultures have a lot mm. not in common. Right. Right. There's a lot of differences. And a person from a traditional culture would say the same thing. They think America is Babylon, for instance. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the evils of, of, of fucking strip clubs and you know consumerism yeah you know what i mean and so it's like a deep problem because like cultures do conflict um and so can you have a place with a bunch of different cultures because there's still the idea maybe mm-hmm. of america was you know because that it's a global problem now mm-hmm. like we're all flying to everywhere right mm-hmm. and and this has never happened before and mm-hmm. it's the cities everywhere in this thing so cultures are going to clash, but maybe like what America was supposed to be was like an over culture. Like a, there's still something we share. So maybe the idea how I've heard it is you would let in a certain amount of immigrants, a certain amount of outside cultures mm-hmm. so that we could still maintain an over culture. Well, right, because right. what you've got to do is you've got to get those people to understand your culture mm-hmm. and people who move to America they should learn the language. It's just like if you move to another country, you should learn that language. Why? Because then you start to understand the culture. It's mm-hmm. not because, you know, speak the language or get the fuck out. It's like, no, why wouldn't you want to learn? And this is where people start to get offended when it's like, why wouldn't you want someone to learn? Why wouldn't you want to learn? If you go to somewhere, if I go to your fucking school, you got a martial arts school, and I go there to your school with my fucking the way that I do things, that's fucked up. I go and I learn how you do things. I learn your language. I learn your ways. I learn your customs. I'm going to your place. But you come to my place, you got to learn mine. You got to respect my values. And maybe I say, hey, wear a fucking t-shirt under your goddamn gi top, right? There's a reason. There's a reason that I have for it because we train a lot of women, right? A lot of chicks don't want a sweaty fucking armpit in their face. It's just the way it is. So wear a rash guard. Great. I go to your school. It's mostly dudes. And you guys are cool with that? Fuck yeah. But that's cool because then you get that sweat off you and you don't, mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? It, you can yeah. kind of air it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind, you know, like having my face in a sweaty dude's chest because I've been doing it for fucking, you know, ever, right? So you see, you have these customs that you got a respect of other people, and that's a microcosm of just showing you well, what about respect. When what, what about when there's a custom like genital mutilation or something like that? Yeah, well, you know I mean, what about those that? are. You know what I'm saying like, but like, but what do you custom. know though? But yeah, what but do you know? Do you respect know? that? Or, you well, know, you don't I mean, have to agree like, with it though. Uh-huh. But why? Who are you? I mean, you could say this about 
either side like who are you to go in and not do anything mm -hmm. and who are you to go in and do something about mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. but yeah. maybe when you do something about it just be more strategic i don't know because it's just so many different things but i do think it's a matter of respect like you're human and i respect you mm. There's if that the baseline. Is, yeah, there's a baseline level yeah. of respect, and then that can go either way, right? Up or down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't but know. I mean, honestly, like, and I'll say this, I would respect, like, if I went to Afghanistan right now, I would probably respect the Taliban for being worthy combatants, right? I would probably respect, man, these guys are fucking committed. I would respect elements, but I wouldn't respect them. Like, I wouldn't afford them a level of respect beyond that right. because no thing that they do is a value that I share. You know, it's too conservative. It's too extreme. It's mm -hmm. too, you know, and when you start. So that's a culture you disagree with. I mean, that's a culture that? that I disagree with. And, mm -hmm. But I wouldn't, me personally, like, I don't think they should be eliminated. Right. But because you want that. I believe you want that antagonist conflict. And I think that that was great for mm -hmm. Afghanistan in the regards that you had the big cities starting to develop a little bit of a progressive mindset, right? Well, you need to do that to get that country, let's say, out of the dark ages. Mm -hmm. And does that mean that the whole country should be pulled out of the dark ages? No. There's a lot well, of people so who like but their But how is that way different though? How is that different from people who are who want to dress a certain way who exactly. identify a certain way and say well if you don't like it you can turn the other Correct. way so you do so. it in the places where you can and that's where I think there was a mistake um, I assume I don't you know I don't know a whole lot about what was going on but you shouldn't impose things that are happening in the city in the small rural regions you shouldn't go out into these villages and be like who've never let women do anything and be like all of a sudden you have a female chieftain it's like no you don't do that well, so the problem the, the problem is even bigger i think it's like there are aspects of let's say western culture mm -hmm. that would benefit them as just like the mm -hmm. the what do you what, what is like what's sam harris always say the to, to have a life that's like fulfilled mm -hmm. um, human I forget what he says well-being let's say yeah. like there's things about Western cultures that would you could raise people out of poverty mm -hmm. they you know they right. could have more food they could have electricity they could have better education you can say all those things right but what also comes with it is all the negative aspects of modernity right. that they recognize mm -hmm. so it's like only the traditional cultures can mm -hmm. see the bad things about how the way we do things yes you and that's I mean? how like, that they like, can see it. an exchange can mm -hmm. help vice versa well that's interesting but, but it's hard to resolve that that thing it's well, like there's slow progression right it, mm -hmm. again so let's say let's go back to the jujitsu example for a moment there's really no fucking reason not to wear a rash guard under your gi. Okay. It keeps your gi from getting all the armpit stains in it, right? So there's from a logic all, to it. There's a logic to it, right? Yeah. I mean, you it's literally don't put your fucking sweaty armpit in someone's face or your sweaty chest, whether it's a yeah. hairy fucking chest or not in someone's mm -hmm. face. I don't think I like that either. I'm, but, like, I'm like with the chicks. I'm, I'm good on the yeah, hairy, sweaty chest. That's, but me too. Me too. <laughs> was that Ben Stiller movie when I was just playing basketball? Yeah. And like, <laughs> but, so if, if I go to your gym and I try to change that right away, it's fucking, it's mm -hmm. not gonna 
do well, you're going to be like, why are you telling all my fucking students that they got to put on a goddamn rash guard under their shirt? Mm -hmm. But if I go to your gym and you don't care if I wear a rash guard under my shirt or, or under my gi top and I'm rolling, right? And, you know, I'm rolling with somebody and they kind of just pick up and they're like, huh, I never Maybe I'll wear my rash guard. I didn't get as under. sweaty today. And oh, then, that's nice that he didn't yeah, put his whatever. chest and hair on my face. Then in fucking a year, <laughs> right, everybody starts to make those changes. You see what I'm saying? It's a slow progression uh -huh. that can have a positive well, So that's impact. interesting. But, but what that implies is that everything about culture is, like, logical. And that we would be able to find the best thing like scientifically like it's like we have this culture and this culture mm -hmm. and they come into conflict and they come together let's yep. say somehow and the best things win out not necessarily because like, the I rash knew, guard is logical but, but here's I mean? the thing like, though it's logical as fuck but i know many people and many gyms that don't fucking want it and that's great mm -hmm. because what they do is show no well, that's mm -hmm. fuck Fuck you, you pussy. We're not going to wear a rash guard. I don't need that. I don't care if right. this guy sweats on me. This is part of it. This is jujitsu. This is right. what it's about. And that's great, man. You go to those places and you're like, all right, fuck. Mm -hmm. I won't. I'm going to work within this. And that's the thing. You don't, it doesn't mean that something is going to necessarily fucking um, have this mm -hmm. insane conflict. Because what if I change a little bit and I say, hey, you know what? That makes me fucking look at all these dudes. They're fucking ripped, right? Mm -hmm. And here I am with my bitch tits and putting them in their face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, right, right. But you, you see what I'm saying? So maybe I got to fucking... You learn something. Yeah. Right? I got to right. tone, tone up. Right. I got to get in shape, yeah. man. These guys are fucking killers. And if I want to yeah. run with killers... It's an interesting conversation. Like what? What I think, though, in reality, like when the more things are more complex than like your chest hair is on his face, is like uh, you know when you have those two cultures that are really different, especially mm -hmm. like those traditional ones, yeah, which are really different, sure, than modern, whatever. Um, w the thing is, is like a lot of traditions aren't logical. Correct. Right. So you know, but the, that's the, why the America just takes everything apart. Right? Works so well because. Right. Again, what it's saying before this crazy shit that's happening right now is that, yeah, we can all fucking coexist, but, but, doesn't but there's it opportunity that... for you to change. Right. And that's what I think, like, these conservative or really extreme countries would need to do. So, like, let's go back to Afghanistan just as a model, right, for instance. And this is in my logical th – this is where I see then logic happening, Right where there's an educated process by, you know, let's say you're Taliban and I'm somebody who is in the city and likes the city life. And your goal is to influence your people that you don't want the city life or that you only want to take it into moderation. And my goal is, hey man, city life is pretty good and you guys should experience some of this. As long as there's an ability for your people to say, hey, I want to try that out without repercussion, without like a repercussion of prison or being fucking murdered or something like that, then that idea can exist. And that's what's happened in America, right, is that we can do those things without that death repercussion in most cases 
100% of the time in this day and age, right? Maybe not in, okay, maybe not 100%, but majority. Maybe in a gang territory, that's not necessarily acceptable. But, but you see what I'm saying? And that's the experiment that America has allowed is that, again, these cultures, they can gain a small foothold. There's nothing wrong with conservative people that come from whatever country setting up a little community and starting to build their community out. Right. I think that's very accepted in a lot of areas. Well, what if but, just, just to make the point? Yeah. Like what if they that culture believes in things like genital mutilation? Yeah. But see, what, then, you know, but see, here's the thing, though. Like, we've got to talk about the integration. Mm-hmm. Americans, right. although we do circumcise. Well, what does that mean? And though? that's genital mutilation. OK. Right. Interesting. Yeah, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's but I was thinking. but <laughs> no, for me, I'm against that. I'm against like. I don't want to see women wearing shit over their face. Mm-hmm. Like, I think these masks are stupid as fuck anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think, no, you're in America, man. Mm-hmm. Fucking, we don't make our women do that kind of stuff. No, she does not have to ask you if she can fucking drive. There's fundamental things that you've got to bring your culture into America and integrate it into America, not change America. You say, I'm coming so, in with my culture. Right. I've got to change my culture to fit America. Well, that, so that implies that America has a culture. It does. And then that also implies that it's a good thing. It is. And, and right now... And then there are basic rights that everybody agrees on. They about. are. Uh, right, right. Yeah. So so, so then you got like the people nowadays that want to say um, all cultures relative. Everything's good. You can't say that anything's bad that whoever does, you know, you know right? Sure. Um, which is like a deconstructionist kind of view saying that in a way it's saying that we should be a rid of culture mm-hmm. right it's kind of saying that but someone's got to provide some good reason why and there's not a real good reason why the you reason should get is rid of culture the reason okay that's you true. know what i'm saying they, they mm-hmm. haven't provided like this is why you should give up your culture well, but they don't say it explicitly you know what i mean they, they don't say it. Right, well, because they, they don't even know what they're they saying. Correct. You know what I mean? But, but that's, that's the, like, a vein that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. But then you also have, like, somehow, at the same time, you have a vein that says that conservative culture is bad. Or mm-hmm. that, um, you know, tradition in the American sense is bad. Right? So you have, like, both of those things going on at the same time. Right. They'll say that, you know, oh, you know, you can't say anything but you about... But you can, you the, can you draw know, direct proof that it's not and and here's what i'm saying i think that the constitution and i'm not talking about dickheads i'm not talking about people that the the few powerful people that can manipulate the systems i'm talking about us i'm talking about you know more of your like um common person that you're going to meet and when you look at Christianity, and I'm not a religious guy at all, but what I see with Christianity is I've seen evolution. When you look at why America was colonized to begin with, right? People were leaving, perse- they were religiously persecuted. So they were looking for more freedom in their religion to practice it the way that they believed, right? And so you had certainly people that were adventurers and explorers and things of that nature. But in large part, the, the reason it was settled and colonized was for religious freedoms. And then that was still fucking 
conservative as fuck. So then it opened but it up. Was, but it was less conservative than correct. Was over there. And so then it opened up again. And that was still conservative as fuck. And these people weren't eliminated. It's mm-hmm. just the new branch mm-hmm. kind of moved well, off of that. There's progressivism right there. Correct. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so this is what I'm saying. They need to live together. Because those people, if they keep a hold of their foundations, doesn't mean you have to abide by all the dogmatic beliefs. You start to say, okay, well, I get that this is a lesson versus that, you know, fire and brimstone is really going to rain down upon us. Maybe it's a metaphorical meaning. And you start to accept more things, right, and tolerate more things, but you still have a foundation to fall back onto. And the Constitution is like that. We don't need to change it. It's already perfect in the regards that it allows for progression. It's not saying, boom, you can't do this. But what it's saying is these are the rights that you're guaranteed for this progression. So as long as you don't violate these rights, as long as you don't remove these rights, this progression is going to be allowed to grow and it can be prosperous. Now, what happens is you get dickheads in these little small areas and we start to lump some this stupid idea that fucking wealthy people are the cause of our problems. And it's like, well, you got to kind of define that because, man, it seems like there's a lot of wealthy people that are doing some really good shit. There are some dicks and there are people that um, invest a lot of money to change things. But is that the wealthy people that are doing it or is it our legislators that are doing which it? Which are wealthy. With our, which are or powerful <laughs> though, right? We start to look at wealth different because I know some wealthy people who don't have much power. They're just wealthy. They've got, you know, millions and they don't have power. But look at someone like Joe Rogan, for instance. He's yeah. got some power. He's not really that wealthy on Relative the wealth to, scale, yeah. right? I mean, mm-hmm. granted... In He's my rich. perspective, he's not wealthy. He, That's the Chris Rock. Okay, thing, right. <laughs> right. right. The uh, but, Shaq but, is rich. The yeah. owner of the Lakers is wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. But look at how many more people are way wealthier than him, and the the reach that he's got is, is enormous compared to most yeah. wealthy people. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It would rival yeah. so many people, and so I think what you saw in happening with our legislators is the power, right? The wealth. Did you guys ever see? I saw one episode of that. House of Cards. It was the first one with Kevin yeah, yeah. Spacey. Mm-hmm. Right? I was never intrigued. I was never intrigued either, but um, I saw the first one for whatever reason. And so he's got this um, wealthy young like mover and shaker on Wall Street, and he's talking to this kid, and you know he's this powerful senator, I think. Um, and so you know Kevin Spacey is right. Yep. And then he's talking to this kid, and this kid's. You know, he's testing him. He's setting him up to see if he would be a good part of his administration, I think. Right. And so um, but anyway, the kid's talking about making money and that's his whole focus is making money. And then um, I guess the way the show is, is they talk to the camera a lot, you know, like um, he breaks the fourth wall or whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah, that's yeah. called. Mm-hmm. And so he's talking to the camera and what he's saying is he doesn't understand. He thinks money is where it's at. It's about the power that's the the mm-hmm. true wealth right. or whatever and yeah well so, first you get the money then you get the women then you get the power <laughs> the scarface 
Is that how it goes? Don't remember? No, okay. Al Pacino, whatever. <laughs> <I tried>. Disappointment. <laughs> Nobody knows that. I do know it. I'm just trying to think if that's what. Yeah, right. if that's I how it was. Like that. yeah. yeah. It's probably true. Yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, I think it definitely helps. Power is probably the highest point of the pyramid mm-hmm. of, of that right. desire. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if you have power, you can get everything else. Right, and that, right. and yeah. well, therein yeah. lies. Look at like somebody like Nancy Pelosi. I think you know she's. Um, Did you see the pictures of her at the? Or is that her at the wedding? Yeah, was that her? Ma- yeah. Have you seen that place? Fucking masked. Yeah. Uh-huh. Again, it's fucking so Game of Thrones. Like now that I'm watching, the, you yeah. know, I'm seeing it everywhere. I need to start watching. I'm gonna yeah. start watching the night after it? class. It's now. good. Like, yeah. I've never. Okay, see, I've never. I've seen sat through like half an episode. Right. I, I, I tried the first two episodes like twice before, so, like, and I'm like, I can't fucking. It is. It can people. be a little heavy at first. Yeah. You just have to get through like the mm-hmm. first. Dude, the first fucking like episode you see Cersei everything's like naked. Like that drew me in the first. There's titties in the first episode. There's a lot. Oh, titties throughout. Titties off the bat. All right. Titty galore. You guys, <laughs> you guys have no reason. I'll do it for the titties. I'll do it for the titties. Yeah. But anyway, like Pelosi in this building. You know, like first I just speaking saw of the, titties. Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> she does have got some heavies, right? Does she have heavies? Right. Oh yeah. She's She's like it, I don't know. Yeah, right. Not like I want to see anything, but. Anyway, so like usually, <laughs> can you imagine her old face with these just like yeah, yeah. young, nice titties? And yeah. here we are, very primal. But uh, she had, you know, the pictures I saw was like close-ups of her, and then some Cover crazy, <laughs> and like some crazy uh, extravagant yeah. rug carpet on some stairs, and I was like, wow, it's crazy that these people live this way. And then I saw another picture that was like zoomed out, and it showed the building they were in. I don't know if it's a church or what. Yeah, it's insane. It looks like a castle. Yeah, you know, there's. 80 foot ceilings with like sculptures all you know what I mean it is nuts right like it's a whole other world that is total Game of Thrones but shit. she's only worth and again this is way mm. exorbitant amount for a congressperson right mm-hmm. um, but like 300 million I think mm-hmm. so again <laughs> only on the, 300 million but, but what I'm saying when you talk about billionaires you're mm-hmm. talking about a, yeah. a whole different yeah what are you talking right? about 2% but, of Elon's wealth and, being and I, 6 I also billion look at the dollars. power though that she wields she makes these guys billions like mm-hmm. that's a whole different level right like what she's doing is like yeah I'm gonna and there's people above I'm her too have, right 100%. those people are hidden yeah. We don't even know some of their their names and shit. Yeah, they're like I they're like think. royal bloodlines. But there is a whole it, there know? is Me a too. whole yeah. world that most people are not aware of. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's Game of Thrones. Up yeah, there, man, it's so that. And they're right. just making moves. They're just like chess pieces. Yeah. So yeah. what makes people like, think like, uh-huh. come on, yeah. how? Mm-hmm. So that that's where it's like okay, well, if you're see, this is what I think is fucked up. It's like well, if you're in the game. Right? So you, what are you going to do about it? I mean, really, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. But at least in America, they're not saying, you can't make this fucking game work well for you. Right. I mean, you have like Tulsi Gabbard and Dan Crenshaw and yeah, but Yang. And you got some like, they, they get somewhat up the ladder, but they never sure. get, even Bernie, they're like, fuck you, man. Yeah. Even though like they could probably like Crenshaw's won. getting there. He's somehow... So? 
He's right. somehow well, sneaking his way uh, up that yeah, line. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, this seems like some real people. It's that it's that question, like, can you even become president mm-hmm. and be, like, of pure, you know, whatever. Attention. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. once you get in that world, yeah. then they, like, they give you Marilyn Monroe, and they're like, hey, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> <you> Epstein. <know? laughs> right. yeah. I mean, yeah, I bet yeah. there's, yeah. like, probably <laughs> ten other Epsteins oh, out yes, there. Yes, you know? And they go oh, to yeah. crazy parties. Their parties are, like... Yeah. Mountains of coke and women and all, you know, and then they're taking pictures. Of whatever, them, yeah, whatever you can yeah. think of is the most right. debauchery and right. But yeah. again, though, Game of so there's Senators not a whole getting lot. Pegged. There's not a whole lot that we can do about yeah. that, you know. I mean, right. I'm not saying we couldn't. I'm not right. saying that, that people couldn't rise up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I think these fucking people are trying to do, though, what they don't see is that they're killing their opportunities to make the game kick ass for them. And when we start to make all of these equity rules and stupid shit like that. <laughs> it's like, that, oh yeah, you want rules? Great. But, yeah. but what if, you know, this is what I'm starting to think, yeah. is all this woke shit is also to their favor. To, to this like invisible. 100%. It, oh, it for 100% sure. Is. Right. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they're stoking right. it. I mean, yeah. literally, you've got fucking Budajag, Budafuck, <laughs> whatever his name is, Again, talking about, right, racist roads and shit. It's like, okay, well, we can say, yes, it's a class thing. They, you know, did the eminent domain because of that. But it's not because he said, like, Puerto Ricans on a bus, some shit like that. Like, the bridges... They made them low so they couldn't get through. It's like, what, do they have to take double fucking Decker buses? They're like, load the Puerto Ricans in the double Deckers. <laughs> they can't get through. We don't know. Right? right, right I mean, right. some fucking stupid shit. It's, can't make buses smaller? But, have you guys but, watched Rick and Morty? Yeah, I haven't. Okay, Jerry Smith. Jerry? Yeah. It's yeah. like, we're turning a lot, a lot of people are turning into a bunch of Jerry Smiths. Oh, fucking Jerry, yeah. What is no. Jerry Smith? Yeah, what is he, yeah. He's the He's husband. The yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, okay. He's the husband of the this cuck. lady, and she's the the daughter of this super mad scientist grandpa. He, he like carries Morty, her son, with him on these like scientific adventures. They go into other worlds, whatever. But he's. You know, he's like super intelligent, but too intelligent, like a drunk guy. Mm-hmm. He's burping every other word. Um, but Jerry is his son-in-law, and he's like the complete opposite, basically. And um, he's just, he's a guy who will go work for corporations and get to the point where they're eating pills for lunch, <laughs> you know? So there's... I was going to say, it's just what it feels like a lot of society is becoming. But I also think we're living this weird thing of denial of the crude reality of life. It's just, mm-hmm. well, there well, is you a think crude of, reality. You think of things that I, I think there are. I, I, I'm 100% in, agree with you, in agreement with you. But I think what people do, and, and I, was, I listen to Russell Brand a lot. I really like his podcast. Yeah, but one of the things that I, I think that he doesn't really address is the fact that with this inequality that we might have, right? And I believe there's plenty of inequality. I I mean, but I dig inequality. I think there should be inequality. Mm 
There okay. just has to be. There, yeah, it's exactly. Like it makes the world, thing, yeah. you know, work. That's, but, how it, that's how it arranges itself. But people have to understand that, man, you've got to do something about that to some level. Mm-hmm. Having a little hand up is great. Mm-hmm. You know, having a little help mm-hmm. I think is fantastic. But when we look at, like, look at the housing crisis of 2008, okay? I know you guys You guys were, what, like four, five, something like that? <laughs> Pretty young. But anyway, there was this housing crisis. Oh, sorry, doing hook crisis. and blow, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, is that, like we, is, is, is that how we, is that how we uh, translate age? Hookers and blow. I was 18. But... I know several people who bought these, like, and this is back in the day, like these three and four hundred thousand dollar houses, and because they could get those, you know, like ninja loans, I guess is what they were called. And it's like, okay, but you know, in the next few years at least, there's no way you're going to be able to afford this house. So they got to take responsibility for that too. Just because you can get the loan doesn't mean that you should should. and nobody wanted to take responsibility they just wanted to blame the fucking banks now the bailouts i think were fucking bullshit but it's like well yeah but you got to take some responsibility you could have got a two hundred thousand dollar house right and got a couple roommates and paid for it Mm -hmm. but then once those arms and all of that shit started to kick in they're upside down on these you know four hundred thousand dollar homes those McMansions, and there's no way they could afford them. And so they get that shit taken back. I know a guy who, because he got offered like a $5,000 signing bonus, he bought this super expensive house that he didn't have to pay, you know, like he got first couple months, and then it was adjustable, so he got these really low payments for a year, and all of a sudden that shit started to, you know, quantifiably go up. I'm not really sure exactly how that works. Then there's also maintenance of places like that. And there's maintenance and there's heating and there's fucking everything that you can talk about. But his rationale was because he'd never had $5,000 before. It was like, well, if you've never had $5,000, you probably shouldn't be buying buying this (laughs) size of a house. And so we got to take responsibility for those things. And that's where I think sometimes I think where at least I get a little bit lost in Russell Brand's stuff because it almost seems like there's too much of a pass on people not doing that. It's like Amazon became what it was because of fucking convenience, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sorry, but there's a correlation between like 80-something percent of society being over of our society being overweight and the rise of Amazon, it's because you don't want to get your fucking, you know, portly ass up and go get what you want, right? And it's the same thing with Walmart because now you got it all in one store. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got this convenience of everything. Yeah, a lot of uh, people from foreign countries who have never been to places that have, or like even, you know, big cities mm-hmm. might have a superstore. Yeah. But. They're like, what? I can buy this here, and I can buy yeah. this here, I can buy mm-hmm. this here. So I think it's more about, like, um, time, mm-hmm. right? It's like that whole phenomenon of, like, again, in modern culture, how mm-hmm. fast everything moves. Yeah. So the reason we, you know, get the technology to make our lives easier gives us, you know, one more thing to do that day. And then, 
you know, you get a superstore and now you can get, or now you get Amazon and you, right. you know, and, and th those things just keep piling up, piling up, piling up, piling up and things get faster and faster and sure. get busier and busier. And it, it seems like it's convenient. Like that's why it's there. Sure. Um, well, that's what they're doing. They're feeding mm -hmm. off of the, again, I don't blame, you know, Jeff Bezos for saying, oh, fuck. Americans, whether it's they're trying to get more time or they're lazy as fuck, but this is something I can exploit. Because he's not, now I think he is, okay, now I think because it's become kind of this almost monopoly type of, you know, phenomena, but before he wasn't forcing people to use Amazon. He was selling books to start. Right. So he saw this opportunity and he exploited it. But people had a choice not to prop him up. You know, you could have said, well, yeah, okay, I get it. This is cool, but well, now I'm going to do... That's what's hard about all this stuff. It's mm -hmm. like we, we know that screens are bad for us right. or whatever, but I'm like, oh, I got to market on Instagram. If yeah. I'm going to make any money, I got to sure. use it. And so we all do it to ourselves. Yeah, and, but, but and everything and again, that comes though, up, we're we like can do doing it, it to ourselves. We can know? do it productively. You could say, okay, I'm going to... I can allocate fucking 25 hours a week to screen time. Okay, mm. but then you got a large fucking portion of people that will spend fucking 18 hours playing video games. There's a difference in utilization of sure. the tools and the technology, right? I mean, well, it's like in a recipe, right? You need to have all these different ingredients, but if you just put a shit ton of flour, how's it gonna come out? Right. Come out <laughs> just because a shit ton of flour is bad doesn't mean you should take all the flour out, right? Right. <laughs> there you go. Nice. So it's, uh, it's been about hour 15. Cool. And on that note. And on yeah. that note, it takes some of the flower out. <laughs> but that's the thing. I think it's important for us to fucking understand that we've got a say in this matter, and then we can get rid of that bullshit, pussy fucking victim mentality that is just running rampant. It's like we've all been infected with it. I think that's as prevalent of a disease right now that's going around as obesity yeah. and being yeah. overweight, you know? And people there say- There's so many pandemics going on there right is, at the same right? time. <laughs> people say you can't, like somebody told me, well, you can't catch being overweight. And it's like, fuck yeah, you can, mm -hmm. because you're influencing that person, that next person to some degree, and that influence starts to make them yeah. sicker and sicker and sicker. Oh, catch it from somewhere else. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a physical virus. It's like when you go out to eat some places and there's like, it's never just one fat person at a table. It's like the <laughs> whole table is like a group of fat people. And you're like, yeah. huh. It's contagious. How did that happen? Yeah. yeah. All, right, All right. On that note, we're out. Got anything else to add? Yeah, don't forget to follow and subscribe. Right. Um, Hopefully we won't get kicked off for this one. Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, we are just Getting started. speaking our minds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's not for 20.